Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition, a quick hit edition of That's Entertaining. Going to try something new this episode. Maybe we'll see if it sticks or not. Who knows? You be the judge. You tell me at EntertainingPod or at Voiced by Nathan on Twitter what you think of this quick hit. I want to make sure I got something out for January for you guys because I want to be more consistent each month getting something out. Uh, the last few months obviously has been hit or miss because, you know, life uh, finds a way, as Dr. Dr. Ian Malcolm once said in Jurassic Park. Anyway, with, with everything uh, that's been coming out recently, there were a couple movies that I saw at the theaters and wanted to talk about. First, this episode is going to be talking about Bumblebee, the Transformers prequel reboot not really sure what it is just yet but it was a a new take we'll call it on the bumblebee franchise this was not a michael bay film this was a a, an actual attempt at story making (laughs) if you can believe that or not um where there was actually a, a story that you could follow and there were people that were you know, you could latch on to and understand what's going on, and you could actually tell the difference between the Transformers, and there weren't these crazy close shots all the time of what was happening there. It was, it was nice to see the a new take. You know, we've been subjected, if that's the word I guess I'm going to use, uh, to the Michael Bay films of late with, you know, the first one was good. Uh, I liked the first one. That It was an interesting take. But it kind of got crazier and crazier as it went on. And truth be told, I didn't actually see uh, the latest Michael Bay movie. The one where it was uh, talking about the last nights and uh, all the like the ties to King Arthur and Camelot and things like that. Until after I saw Bumblebee. So... I'm glad that I waited until after, because if I would have watched it before, I may not have actually decided to go to the theater to watch this film, even though it wasn't by Michael Bay. Uh, However, if you're like me and didn't quite enjoy the last few Transformers movies for their crazy shotgun storytelling methods, um, this is a, a new take on Transformers. They're starting over from the beginning. They're starting way back into Cybertron. And for me, as as being a child of the 80s, uh, being introduced to Transformers as the toys originally myself, and then the, the movies and the TV shows, the animated stuff later on, this was a little bit more uh, hitting home for my nostalgia. And I don't know if that colors my interpretation of the movie at all or not. I'm sure it does. But... It was one of those things where, you know, we see Cybertron, we actually can see the Autobots and the Decepticons, this battle that's always been kind of alluded to. And we saw a snippet briefly of what it might have been like in one of the Michael Bay movies, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But this actually starts out with Cybertron, the battle of Cybertron, where the Autobots and Decepticons are at a full-on war. Uh, And you can see the... Decepticons essentially winning, taking over, and the Autobots forced to flee. So, 
I don't want to get too far into spoilers. Uh, I just want to kind of do an impressions and what I've thought of this film uh, for you to make your own judgment whether or not you want to see it, whether or not you think that it would be entertaining for you, dear listener. So we, we in this movie, follow mostly Bumblebee from the Transformers side. Um, he comes to Earth. He meets a person. A person is, you know, in invested in him and wanting to understand you know where he's coming from and kind of has a uh, a mentality of a fish out of water scenario when you're dealing with putting this transformer uh in a world setting like we have shown here i did get a lot of uh, vibes from et in this film so if you enjoyed et you will you'll probably like this it was more of a not beat-for-beat beat remake in the Transformers skin, as it were, but it was a... It was definitely Echoes of E.T. So, if you enjoyed that storytelling, you know, when you followed Elliot and the extraterrestrial through their adventures and their journeys, and, you know, Elliot's at school, and uh, something happens that the extraterrestrial is doing and it's just kind of a wacky situation you get a little bit of that here too so you see some of that happening you you do have the the plot points that are kind of crazy as far as you know what the decepticons are doing why they have to do what they want to do and the reasons why the final battle culminates in the location it does is not quite i mean it it says it in the story that there was a reason because that was the only place that they could do what they needed to do but at the same time Come on, I mean, there had to have been other spots in easier locations for them to get to and to do their uh, their mission. But anyway, I digress. So, we follow the the adventure of of this young lady as she finds Bumblebee, who is a uh, a bug, a VW bug. Finally, in in the base movies, we never saw the bug. We only ever saw him as a Camaro. Uh, but we see him as a, a VW bug. She finds him, takes him home, and is able to, you know, unlock the magic, as it were, of the Transformer. So, as we go through, we find out, you know, she has had issues with her family. She's kind of trying to come to terms with that. She's she's not in the best of situations. Uh, the parenting units that she's placed with, you know, here... Uh, Especially the the father figure that's in, in place there. It doesn't really seem to be doing her any favors. Um, and the, her mom as well, really kind of odd. Uh, here's one thing. This is not a spoiler. This is kind of just a weird thing that happened in the movie. Is that she she calls the, the bug a death trap. And that she didn't want it even in her house. And then literally the next morning, she takes the bug and goes for a drive because her car is gone. So, the night before, the mother reprimands the daughter for having the car, saying it's a death trap, she shouldn't have it, get it out of her house. And then, the next morning, she's driving that car. So, a little bit of an inconsistency there, with her actions. I can only surmise how she is a parent with some inconsistencies as well. Yikes. So, anyway, as, as a whole, the story is one of... of finding who you are and coming to terms with your past and finding a way to go forward. I think that they send that message out pretty well in this film and it's 
it's a fun watch. The the story is is complete from beginning to end, uh, and this serves as a possible soft reboot if they decide to reboot the the franchise, or it could also just flow right into what you can see in the future. So I think that if you are on the fence about do you want to watch Transformers Bumblebee, or it's actually just called Bumblebee, uh, if you're looking for a Michael Bay explosion fest, you're not going to get that. That's not what this is. If you're looking for an actual Transformers story that has some heart, that has a good plot and pacing with some some interesting side twists and gags, this is going to be that. I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I think that if you're a fan of Transformers, if you're from the 80s, even if you're not, you may enjoy this movie. Uh, it's probably not in theaters anymore, or it's going to be at the, the cheap theaters. It's definitely worth a cheap theater ticket price. Uh, I paid four bucks and I got free popcorn, so that was fun. Totally worth it for me. Um, but once this comes out to you know iTunes to rent or to your local video store if you still have one around, definitely worth checking out Bumblebee. So, that is going to be it for this quick hit. Wanted to keep it around 10 minutes or so, and I think we've done that. But I hope you've enjoyed this little taste of Bumblebee. Let me know if you found it entertaining as well. You can hit me up again on Twitter at that's by... Whoops, that's by what? (laughs) Confusing two things. At Entertaining Pod or at Voiced by Nathan. So again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, and I hope that you have been entertained.